0: Hi there, this is Matt Wakeling and you are listening to the Guitar Speak podcast and a very special edition of Australian Guitar News. Now, usually we do an interview show where we speak to leading guitarists, luthiers and gear builders from all around the world. But every couple of months we catch up on the latest and greatest news from all around Australia. Today I'm joined by my friend and wonderful guitar player Jay Perino as a special guest co-host. But first a very exclusive and fresh interview with Michael Dolce who just in the last few days has announced his signing to Ibanez Guitars. Thanks for the quick chat. It's obviously it's recent news, the Ibanez stuff. That's that's pretty exciting.
1: Oh, very exciting, mate. It's uh, well, I mean, even going back to when we met Back yep. in the days. I think, was I playing Ibanez back then? I can't even remember.
0: I, I remember you had a, um, you still had your George Benson.
1: Yep. And I think you were yep. playing
0: a Strat, and you might have had your first or your second um, Silly Guitars, I think. Oh,
1: okay. So, yeah, it was before that. It was, yep. um, Yeah, so I'd, I'd had probably, I had an RG750, yep. uh, uh, 540S, um, and a couple of other ones, I can't remember the model numbers of, but then, yeah, the GB10 as well. Yeah. So yeah, I've been playing Ibanez. I mean, that's how I started. I started on the Ibanez guitars, yeah, yeah.
0: and
1: you know, playing all the all the shreddy stuff. Yeah. The well, when we it's come full circle, that's you know? it,
0: man. When we first spoke, when you were on our first yeah. episode, um, yeah, yeah, you were talking about Vinnie Moore, and then learning the um, the the Satriani <laughs> album and all that stuff. So, oh
1: yeah. So that were my inspirations, you know, and and then obviously. Satriani thing yep. when he when he released his album, uh, that's when Dita Cleman was doing his clinics around town, yeah. and he was endorsing Ibanez guitars, so he was under the banner as well. So it was always so when I saw Dita doing the Satriani thing, I thought, oh my goodness, you know, yeah, um, that's the guitars that I want to play. And the funny thing was is that when um, when I went in for the meeting with Ivanes and um, I sort of told him that, you know, that my, Ibanez were my first guitar that I played. And even back in the day, I would mock up a poster, you know, with me holding my Ibanez and then I'd stick on the Ibanez logo. You know, <laughs> it almost preempted my, my, my destiny, you know. It was, it was bizarre. It was bizarre. And then I took that photo out and I sent it to him because I found it at my mum's place. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Goodness, I love it. I've got that one. I've got to send it to you, actually.
0: Oh, awesome. It's
1: a, it's a, it's a corker.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's funny talking about Dita because he had the Triple M ad at the same time, and there was the um exactly there was his white RG. I can't remember if it was a 570 or a 770. But... Well,
1: that's that's it was a 750, and oh, that's okay. the exact one that I had. Oh, I, I saw him play, and, and I thought, oh, I want the exact same one, so and that's what I ended up getting. Yeah, you know, the same exact same guitar. Oh, yes, oh, that was go. the uh 750, yeah, r 750.
0: That's cool, man. Yeah, so, awesome guitars, man. That's huge news. So I guess I got to ask what yeah. what prompt what prompted the shift because um, obviously you know you'd been playing Silly guitars for a long time um, with this Ivan sort of backstory, of course. Um, yeah. So yeah, what what was the the impetus to make a change? Well,
1: the thing is, I mean, everyone, it's no secret. I mean, I've been playing Charles' guitars for twenty years. Yeah. Uh, this mate this year made the twenty year mark, and um, it's funny because myself and Charles, I met Charles when he was just sort of starting to kick off his electric building, electric guitar building. And I was just sort of starting to get into the scene and yeah, yeah. you know doing the covers. And, and that's when I bought my first guitar. So we, we've grown at the same time for yeah. over 20 years. We've seen, I've seen him, um, you know, pretty much tackle all his goals and he's seen me tackle all my goals. And we've grown at the same time. And, yeah. and it's just been one of the best journeys, you know, with him and, you know, and, Take away the guitar thing, you know, he's, he's my best mate, and that's that's the most important thing. So um, I've absolutely adored his guitars, and I still think they're the best boutique guitars, and you know, I reckon he's the best boutique guitar maker in the world, still hands down. Um, you know, I still, I'm still i going to still hold on to all his guitars, no question of a doubt of that. Um, but the shift for me to go to Ibanez was purely had to do with Having the help to push me to that to get to that next level, sure. um, you know, on the world stage, you know, apart from the the help and having having that big push, you know, from a, an absolute monster company, um, the guitars are they are fantastic to play. Everything, I mean, you have a look at the list of players that are playing them. Oh, you know, yeah. it's no secret that yeah. they're doing something right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So
1: as soon as I picked up um, just one of the prototypes that they're going to be releasing in Nam. As soon as I played it, I thought, man, I could take this out tonight, and it was exciting to play. It, it just prompted that whole thing, you know. I started sort of thinking about it, you know. I went in, and the guys were excited for me to sort of come on board, and you know, I took it with two hands, and um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was a sad uh, and a, but a happy time for me because you know it's such a history with Charles, and yeah. um, you know, moving to something different. It was it was definitely. Um, it was a hard decision
2: sure. you know, to do
1: that, but I know it's the right one, and um, I'm very excited um, to be part of the Ibanez thing now. And uh, apart from that, you know, Ibanez Australia, mate, they are absolute legends. You know, they they're so proactive with the, with the product, and I love everything the way they sort of conduct themselves and everything they bring to the board. You know, with with the way they present the guitars and the way they they um, they want to get behind the artists that are playing the guitars and and that's exciting for me, you
0: know. Fantastic, man. I mean yeah. I mean your your endorsements, you're you're a very loyal guy. So, you yeah, know, obviously yeah. Silly was uh, you know, twenty years Takamine, you're with for a long time before just yeah,
1: fifteen years,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, GHS, you know, yeah. all the way along. So Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, exactly. And that's and that's definitely like a thing for me. I'm glad you put you know, brought that up because for me I can count on one hand, um, The endorsements that I've had, I've never been one to to switch around products. You know, once I go on a product, it has to work for me. You know, and um, as soon as I find that product, it's all systems go. You know, I don't change willy nilly. I I go. You know, I just put my whole self into it and very passionate about, about you know promoting something that works for me and it's not something that I do.
0: Sort of often. <laughs> like, no, of course. I don't, I don't think anyone would accuse you of being a brand hopper. Yeah. You know, after yeah. two decades, that's, that's Yeah,
1: a, no, know, Exactly. that's,
0: that's an important, yeah, I, I, I thought that was an important thing for people to know as well, if, if it's yeah. not blatantly obvious already, but you mentioned new models, that's really exciting in the, um, when Ibanez um, made their announcement about you coming on board in social media, yeah. they, they were talking about new models as well. Um, can you tell us anything about, about that? You mentioned there's a new model at NAM that's going to be released.
1: Well, there's not much I can say at this point in time. <laughs> sure, But, um, I mean, come January, they are doing a big announcement of um, a new particular, one particular new model that's coming out. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty much uh, the guitar that I'm holding in the, in the uh, picture that I've just shared. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, it's not there's not much more I can really say at That's this point of time. Sure I understand. You know, apart from I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of demos coming out yeah. um around that time, including from myself, you know. So just um all I could say is stay tuned and um you know, it's it's an exciting time for Ibanez, put it that way.
0: Yeah, awesome. So that that picture, yeah. um I mean what we what we can tell from that, just by looking yeah. at, so uh, yeah, uh, more of an S style guitar um it's got a pair of humbuckers by the looks yeah. um yeah i think it was a fixed bridge although i couldn't totally see because i think your your picking hand was there so it might have had a trim yeah
1: yeah um, it's got a it's got a trim on it okay so. yep, yep i mean Ma- 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 martin miller has has um has done a couple of demos with it okay yep, in, in yep. a couple of his videos and stuff it's, you know if anyone wants to have a look um sure it's uh you know and want to hear what it sounds like and All I can can say at this point is that I've spent a lot of time with this guitar and it is unbelievable. Like, it seriously is a a well-oiled machine. Yeah, cool. And the design that's gone into this guitar has obviously been thought out very well and obviously aimed at um, the modern player. You know, it is a slick, easy-to-play guitar, Mm -hmm. you know, regardless, and it, and it sounds killer. Nice. It sounds killer. And you'll know once it's in your hands. I mean, it's, it's hard to sort of put a description on it and
0: yeah, of you course, know, without yeah.
1: trying to sound, sound like a salesperson. <laughs> um, but it's, um, it is definitely exciting, <laughs> put it that way.
0: Nice, man. You know, so you mentioned clinics. What's, what's the story there?
1: Um, there is going to be uh, a bunch of clinics that I'm going to be doing for Ibanez. Uh, and it's going to co- coincide with obviously my master classes as well. So mm-hmm. it's going to be clinics, master classes, there's a whole heap of stuff that's going to be happening. Um, demos, the whole thing. So 2018 is going to be jam-packed with all that stuff, so I'm very excited. And obviously, I'm going to be playing the guitars on, on The Voice, Great. so keep your ears out for that
0: as well. Yeah, for sure. Which is awesome. Mate, you are the only reason I tune in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. Man, thanks so much for the uh, the update for the scoop, really, because it's, it's very fresh news. I'm talking to you, I mean, I just saw the post you know, 24 hours ago, and you are kind enough to um, have a chat just to uh, to uh, explain a little bit more about the shift so that's um, yeah I really appreciate that and I'm sure the, the listeners nah, will too
1: thanks mate you're always jumping on board and supportive um, and I appreciate your time no, that's
0: great mate that's really good yeah. cheers mate alright well we'll talk again and um, yeah really looking forward to seeing what what next year brings thanks
1: mate appreciate
0: it mate cheers alright there you go that's the story and indeed the backstory behind Michael's signing to Ibanez Guitars I really appreciate Michael's candle and wish him the very best heading into 2018. All right, on to some more Australian guitar news. Now, as I said, at the top of the show, my friend Jay Prino is joining as a special guest co-host. Really good to discuss the latest Australian news with him. And of course, we caught up with Jay and found out what was going on with his own career. He's a very hardworking musician, great guitar player, great vocalist, and good to hear lots of things going on. I got to plug a couple of my own gigs as well, and uh, we got through the news, so uh, here it comes. All right. Hey, Jay. How you doing, man?
2: Good. Yourself?
0: Yeah, doing great. Doing great. Thanks for joining me for the, uh, the guitar news for this month.
2: Well, thank you. It seems like you can't get rid of me.
0: <laughs> it does. You're a very popular guest, man. I think we had you back in number 20, episode 20 with, um, with Cameron Henderson as well. So yeah, man, welcome back.
2: Thank you. It's always a pleasure, and I always enjoy listening to what you are doing for us guitarists. So we've
0: got a bunch of news we've we've sort of got lined up, but let's let's do a quick catch up with you, Jay. What's what's been happening? It looks like the guitars gently weep show has um has really taken off. That's that's really good.
2: Yeah, it's been uh, sort of surprising because our our first show was good. We played at the Bridge Hotel, and we. And we had about um, 80 or 90 people there, which was a good, good launching point. Yeah. And so we thought, okay, we'll, we'll keep plugging away at this. And then our second show, which was at uh, at your local at uh, Wenties, Yeah. At Wenty Leagues that um, completely sold the place out. So we sold over 500 tickets. And that was just kind of uh, overwhelming because the uh, last few years, I'm sort of used to being uh, – I guess just in the covers band scene where you're sort of a human jukebox and sort of a, yeah. a background noise to people on the, on the dance floor and then all of a sudden I'm in this uh, this show that I've put together that's that's got 500 people who are all seated in this auditorium staring at me uh, <laughs> ready you know with with high expectations so it's um it was a good good test of uh I guess performance and musicality and putting on a show and putting together banter and you know, actually putting together little stories between the songs and things like that, but it's been a uh, it's been a whole lot of fun and, and working alongside obviously um, Brett Williams from the Choir Boys, yeah. someone that I've looked up to for a, for a very long time, and he's actually become like a really good good friend just uh, just from all these shows we're doing together. So it's uh, yeah, really enjoying that that whole experience.
0: Yeah, that's so good. Um, I had another gig when you were at Wenny. Um but yeah, I'm heaps keen to see the show. So of course, it's the uh, the music of Eric Clapton and George Harrison being being on focus on show. Uh,
2: Eric, Eric Clapton and Paul McCartney, but we um, we we nicked a George Harrison song for the name.
0: <laughs> Why did I say that? Oh, cool. Of course, he's the link, isn't he? He's the missing link between yeah between um, right. Clapton and the Beatles. Of course, I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's happening with Boss? I remember um, when we had you on the podcast. Um, you're just about to head to the Melbourne Guitar Show. You're doing a yeah. bunch of work with them. What, what's going on with them and you at the moment?
2: Uh, well, we're just we're just been having some talks about because their whole um, sort of objective now is is getting involved in the live streaming videos and getting that that instant audience interaction. Yeah. So I just had a couple of meetings with them about just doing like a live looping clinic or a live lesson sort of idea where you know they they promote it on their page and you they 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 really want the idea of you know a user can sit there his his desktop ask a question and get it answered straight away as opposed to you know and and facebook is really pushing those you know you get a whole lot more um viewership with with your live videos than your Mm -hmm. your regular videos on your page so that's that's the plan that's in talks at the moment, so we're just waiting to sort, of sort out a location and things like that. Okay. And so, yeah, it should be it should be fun. And um, I was chatting to Greg Phillips and the, the Melbourne Guitar Show. He's, he's the okay. organiser for that, so that's on again. Um, August 4th and 5th is the uh, official dates for oh, it. cool, yeah.
0: yeah. I just saw that launch. That's great.
2: Yeah, so that should be – well, I haven't been confirmed, but um, I've been in the last couple of years, so hopefully I'll be back again And he's he really wants to get some um, some more international acts again for next year. So you know, fingers crossed. We'll see. uh, You know, Steve Lukather and Joe Satriani there. Yeah, (laughs) man, that's
0: awesome. I mean, last year you had in the boss booth. You you were hanging out with Alex Hutchins. That must have been. Oh man,
2: last year was just. um, Well, this this year, but uh, almost almost last year was just an overwhelming year as far as uh, the amount of knowledge I was trying to absorb from other people, you know, so just, yeah, I was sharing, sharing taxis with Alex and just, and sharing a booth with him and just trying to pick his brain. And like, his, you know, this guy's uh, one of the premier fusion guitarists in the world. Yeah, so just trying amazing. to understand his practice methods and his uh, approach to things. And what, what a lovely guy as well. Just very, very open and uh, willing to share information and, no, no ego about himself. Just completely down to earth. It was really, really cool. And then, and then also uh, got a lesson from Brett Gar Said what I while I was down there, which was awesome. another. I could say all the same things about him. Just yeah. completely, yeah, uh, ego free. Just a lovely Aussie bloke. Like that, you know, that success has not got to his head whatsoever.
0: Very cool, man. That's awesome. That's great. So yeah, let us know if you get if you get confirmed to to head down again. Then that's
2: we oh, so will good. do. Nice. Yeah. And, um, you're are you gonna like, are you gonna make make the trip this time?
0: I don't think I'm gonna get down there. It's really tricky when it falls. Yeah, due to my, my day job of, of um, music teaching, it just doesn't it does it yeah. doesn't leave much time to scoot down there and get back. But um,
2: I'll take uh, I'll take a lot of photos for you.
0: Yeah, do that. That'd be cool. <laughs> that's a deal. Nice man. Hey, um, what else? Headstocks. So that's that's a cool gig with um with Michael Catsalos and Stormfront. Touring, uh, it's being put together. What, what are you doing with that? Yeah.
2: Um, I'm just going to sing a couple of songs, um, in Brett's Brett Williams bracket. Oh, yeah, so, cool. um, so a pretty uh star-side lineup. Brett Gar said is yeah. uh, playing, um, Peter Northcote, Brett Williams, Phil Emanuel, Bob Spencer. It's pretty much, um, the who's who of of aussie guitarists um yeah so i'm just stoked to be uh just tagging along just gonna gonna sing a couple of songs and try to get my picture with some cool guitar players
0: <laughs> that's great that's cool man to, Is that my,
2: my usual um, my usual shameless self-promotion <laughs> hand out the
0: business cards do it man do it man <laughs>
2: For yeah, no, nah, sure. should be fun. Nah, it got moved, I think, just for um, availability's sake. So it's on February twenty-two okay. at the factory. At the
0: factory again, yeah, nice, nice. The last show, um, Michael put on there. I mean, he he's promoting lots of things. He put on the Richie Cotson show there, which was unreal. Um, yeah. But his last kind of um, guitar um, guitar orchestra crazy show was the uh, the Gary Moore show, which uh, yeah, which was an excellent night too. Did really? you go to that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was awesome, man. It was so good. Awesome. It was so good. And a lot of those yeah, guys the, um, played as well.
2: He's doing one of our um, Guitar Gently Weeps shows in uh, February as well. Oh, cool. so that, that should be cool. Nice. He's great, and I'm man. He's uh, a sweet guy too. I just want to um, hear his stories about playing with uh, Fozzy because I'm a big uh, wrestling, WWE wrestling <laughs> fan. He uh, he went over to the States and played with Chris Jericho and and Fozzie. I think that that's you know one of the one of the coolest experiences for an Aussie guitarist to get get over there and play with a, a big a big massive American touring band. Oh, that's so
0: good to hear. So that,
2: yeah, that'll be. <laughs> And it'll be cool to hear his stories.
0: Nice, nice. Oh, well, cool. Well, cool. Very cool. Yeah, Katsellis—he's great, great guy. He does heaps of gigs too, lots of different styles, and he pulls it all off really, really well.
2: Yeah, great. Um, like businessman, you know, because there's lots, lots of guys that can play, but to be able to, you know, put on a show and market yourself and and you know, network with overseas guys and local guys, you know, that's the, a credit to him and his um, his business acumen, I guess. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, actually, um, he's a very generous guy too. Because I called him up a couple of months ago because I've got a, a show I'm putting together and um, just ran some ideas by him and just got some um, some honest feedback and that was awesome. It was really cool. So he was really yeah. kind of forthcoming with with ideas too. Really generous with his time, which was um, which I really appreciated. So
2: have you got? Uh, a, a, is that a show that is? Coming together soon, or is it just an idea at the moment?
0: Uh, yeah, it's coming together. It's um, actually I've got a date. It's a Sting and Police show. So, um, how oh, cool! Yeah, it should be fun. I'm, I'm really excited. So I've been getting my head. Well, I've been doing it for years, getting my head into Andy Summers parts, but to actually put a show together should be lots of fun. So, yeah. um, so gigs on February tenth. That's it. Uh, they'll be in at Crow's Nest um, and great band. Got um, Tim Moxey singing, who's amazing. Um, my old mate. Michael Quigley on drums, really great drummer, and Chris Fraser on bass. So that's Beautiful, cool. yeah, cool band. So we start rehearsing. Uh, well, we're already doing the homework part, so we get together early January and put that together. I guess kind of like your your guitars gently weep show. The idea is to um, get the first gig done and see where it all lands and um, and take it. From yeah. There.
2: You'll, because you you know you put together your set list and you know Sting and the Police, you've got such a huge um, back catalogue yeah. of things to choose from. But then you know playing them live is when you can really see what works and what what doesn't work.
0: Yeah, for sure. I gotta say I was really inspired by the um when the Police re reunited. I think it was two thousand seven, two thousand eight. They did a live record, and it's um it's so raw. I was really surprised. Even the earlier live stuff often has some um some extra tracks or extra, you know, BVs or whatever, but they just smashed this out as a three-piece, their the, the last yeah. live album. Is, yeah. Very meaty. So, yeah, inspiring to hear that that approach from them as well.
2: Well, I look forward to um, seeing you guys play.
0: Yeah, cool. Stay tuned, as they say. <laughs> nice. What else is going on? Sydney Festival. Um, there's this really cool gig that I've, I've landed a spot in. It's... Um, Uh, Ray Ray Chatham's guitar orchestra, and he's he's this um, American avant-garde minimalist composer who I think he lives in France now, but he he writes stuff for these really big guitar groups. So there's a piece called The Crimson Grail written for uh, 100 guitar players. Wow. um, Yeah, so I'll be one of those guitarists with 99 of my other closest friends. uh, Oh, that's awesome. For the festival. Yeah, so that's cool. So that's sort of mid-January,
2: so... um, but, but is that music. going to be uh, acoustic? Uh,
0: electric, electric guitar. 100 electric guitar players.
2: Wow! I yeah. Imagine there's going to be a lot of uh, volume wars going on.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know that classic thing. Yeah, you, you know, you turn up a little so your bass player turns yeah, exactly. up
2: a little. Yeah.
0: It's that times 100. It's it's nice.
2: <laughs> yeah, bring, bring some earplugs.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, man. So um, should be interesting. No, that
2: sounds that sounds awesome. So that's in uh, January, is it?
0: Yeah, yeah. So um. January, I think 12 and 13 in that carriage works, So that, that should be fun as part of the Sydney Festival. So the rehearsals, yeah. you do those in um, little sections. So I think there's four sections.
2: Um, all, the, all, the date, all the dates of your upcoming things line up with the dates of my upcoming things. I'm serious? beginning to think this is a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, January January 12th, we're at um, DYRSL with the show. Uh-huh. And um, February 10th, we're at... Burwood RSL with Mike, with the date with Michael playing the show. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> You're just conspiring against me, Matt. We'll,
0: yeah, I think we're going to draw pretty different crowds though. Surely. Uh, I think so yeah. for those gigs. But anyway, um, yeah, we will meet. At, um, we will catch each other's gigs somehow. Yeah, someday. That's uh, cool, man. Well, it's good to hear. Good to hear your news. And that's, I guess, that's my that's my couple of bits I've got at the moment. Yeah, we we should talk about some other guys. You mentioned Brett Williams. Um, yep. obviously guitars from the, the Choir Boys and lovely, lovely guy and just killer guitar player.
2: Yeah, they've um, they've landed a support slot with um, Richie Sambora and Oriente for next year, who is uh, um, you know Bon Jovi's guitarist and yeah. um, Michael, Michael Jackson's guitarist before he passed away. Mm-hmm. So they'll be at. Um, oh, they're, they're they're clashing with us as well, January twelfth and thirteenth. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> January 12th, they're at uh, Max Watts in yeah. Sydney and January 13th, yeah. they're at the Prince's Band Room in St Kilda in Melbourne. So that'll be, um, will be an unbelievable gig for those guys.
0: Yeah, that's great. I, when I when Brett was on the show, on the podcast, and that was thanks to you, by the way, oh, yeah. many, many thanks again. He, um, I think he said one of his first gigs with the Choir Boys was a massive Bon Jovi support. So
2: yeah, that's right. Kind of like yeah. a full circle thing. That's right, yeah. So they've. I think they've... They've kept that uh, that connection alive over the years, and you know, Richie's given them a call, which is really cool.
0: Nice, that's awesome. Very cool. Now um, Brett's doing some teaching and some some new website stuff too. Hey,
2: yeah, he's got um, he's got his Brett Williams guitar page on Facebook, and he's putting up in- instructionals and um, and you know little little sample videos of him running through solos and then you can also go ahead and approach him for lessons in person or Skype lessons or all that sort of stuff and yeah I would highly uh highly recommend anyone to go check that out because he's got um he's got a lot of knowledge in that brain that you could pick out
0: yeah I bet for sure and I mean just a couple of times I've met him he um he just strikes me such a personable guy too so I think not only he he knows his stuff but I think he'd be great at teaching it and you know, no, definitely. Yeah, Yeah. That's cool, nice. Chris Brooks, I don't know if you know Chris. He's a neoclassical shredder out West, out my way actually. He's
2: just Yeah, nice. well, Chris actually went cuz cuz Brett stopped playing guitar for 17 years yeah. when the choir boys bro- broke up. So when, when they did their reunion in 2010 and did the Def Leppard tour and all of that stuff, um, Brett went to Chris for, um, for lessons to sort of, cause he had lost a lot of his technique, obviously not, mm-hmm. not playing guitar for that long. Yeah. And, um, Chris Brooks is, you know, he's pretty much the go-to guy as far as, uh, picking technique and, and instructionals and things like that. He's yeah, a, yeah. and I'm, absolute monster so yeah chris chris helped brett get his get his chops back into shape
0: okay there you go small world yeah. man small guitar no it world. is
2: sorry. in yeah. in sydney yeah. yeah don't piss anyone off in sydney because <laughs> <laughs> your reputation will go down the gutter very quickly
0: that's it man so chris um yeah chris has just released a hard copy book so he's done plenty of online digital stuff which is really great yeah, nice to see a hard copy book out there so it's called neoclassical speed strategies for guitar yeah it looks cool I was checking out some of the stuff he totally gets the whole I mean he's just broken it down to a very very um, biomechanical level to, to get yeah. it happening yeah so so that's looking pretty cool I think it um I think it topped some um, Amazon lists as well which was
2: uh, um, doing it's doing really well isn't it that's yeah, awesome
0: yeah good to see
2: uh, much, much deserved. You know the amount of uh, the amount of hours that that guy must just obviously put into just slaving away at that at at the technique aspect yeah. of things. You know, definitely, definitely. It's good, good, good. When all that stuff pays off. Mm. Yep. Yep. Hundred
0: percent. Chris Kim
2: His track. Yeah. Yeah. So um, well, I, I, it was cool. Um, we were doing uh. A duo gig together, and I had just put out um, "Dodging the Bullet," a song with my my band, and
0: yeah,
2: he, he had just gotten uh, the mixes back from of uh, his EP or, or some some early rough mixes. So we did our little duo gig together in King's King's Cross, and then after the gig, just sat in the car and crank, cranked both of our EPs on his um, <laughs> on his car. So I got to hear it very early on. Oh, nice pre pre-mastered and it's awesome like um i don't think people maybe know him as a singer because he's had so much success as as a session guitar player Mm -hmm. yeah he's actually a a great singer great songwriter and um yeah so if you check out his fall for you which song that he's put out now you get to hear him singing lead vocals and not so much um a guitar shred Shred driven, sort of, uh, sort of instrumental thing, more of just like a you know, a melodic, melodic pop rock tune with Mm -hmm. with some some guitar featured in it. But, um, I think it's awesome. Sort of, uh, John Mayer meets Foo Fighters meets Ian Moss or something like that. Yeah, yeah, really cool stuff.
0: Yeah, nice. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, I think I thought his vocal was great and uh, the tune, the songwriting's cool. And then, yeah, he he ends up doing a bit of wailing as well. So it's it's a good deal all around.
2: Yeah, he's awesome. He's um so he's covering for uh for Brett that the night that uh, Brett's off with Richie. So that'll be it. I'm really looking forward to doing the show with him, which we ha- we haven't done together before.
0: Yeah, okay, cool. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So you got I like how you got I mean you're obviously the um you're the regular because it's your show, but I like how you've you've ended up with these different guys coming into that guitarist Gently Weep show.
2: Just out of necessity really because yeah. um you know, you know Brett, Brett's obviously busy when choir boys things come up, but um, you know, necessity breeds uh, some really cool, cool uh, occurrences every now and then. So, um, yeah, I get to work with Michael Katsellos and Chris Kamzellos and uh, hopefully, hopefully, many more to come.
0: Yeah, nice man. That's cool. Very cool. The last, um, the last news thing I've got on my list. I, um, my friend Drew Roller, who produced the Acoustic Uprising. Um, film on on all that crazy percussive modern acoustic playing. Um, that film did a bunch of world premieres throughout the year, yep. overseas and they, had, oh,
2: they, they did one at the guitar show, didn't they?
0: They did as well. Yeah, the Sydney Guitar mm-hmm. Show, and I think they've been up to Byron since then and, and Melbourne. So yeah, that was a great film. I I did a little Q and A with them after the Sydney premiere at the at the uh, Chatswood Concourse. That was heaps fun. That that's now fun. on DVD now, so it's been released. They've done the cinema releases now. It's out on DVD I think this week as we record this I think December the 11th is the uh the official release so that's that's cool that's three years of really hard work for Drew and his team so I was pretty stoked Yeah, to I, say haven't,
2: that. I haven't had a chance to see it so I'll have to um have to check out the DVD
0: yeah it's cool it's really cool so he um got some big names got like Andy McKee Tommy Emmanuel, Kaki King um Newton Faulkner so it's just this really cool doco with uh, filmed in Europe and America and, and in Australia a bit and um it just covers yeah that whole kind of percussive modern modern contemporary acoustic style so yeah it's good yeah
2: it's really um it's really taken off to a whole new level that style I guess because it has the um maybe it has the crossover appeal to non guitarists when they they you stumble across a video and somebody's playing the guitar in this unconventional way that you know involves percussion and harmonics and all these very visual elements i think that's it's maybe helped elevate it to a uh, this whole new, new cult following i guess
0: yeah for sure and i think um i think because now through the web you know it's so accessible for some for a kid to have a look at this stuff and 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 start trying to work out how to play it because you've got that very that visual representation as well i think it's yeah that's helped to take off too which is which is cool yeah
2: they look at it and think, that's easy, I can do that. And then they try it and realize how bloody hard it is.
0: <laughs> that's it, man. That's it. Cool. Well, I think, I mean, that's all I've got on my list. Any other news you're aware of that you want to talk about?
2: Uh, well, it's just, um, mentioned my my band before. So we, we just celebrated our um, 10-year anniversary of being together. So we're going to wow. get back into the studio and... Um, and do another do another tune record record something early next year so I'm looking forward to that because we just don't really get time to do that very often so yeah that that should be fun and 10 yeah. years with the same um, with the same lineup is not a very easy thing to do so I'm um, pretty pretty proud of ourselves that we've managed to to stick by each other through through all kinds of um trials and tribulations
0: yeah man 10 years that's that's a long stint with uh, with the same trio, so good on yeah. you. Yeah, well done. Congratulations.
2: Well, thank you. Yeah. What about you? Any other news at your end?
0: Um, what, what else going on? Well, I'm still doing, yeah, the same sort of cover shows and things, which are, which are really fun. Um, doing that, playing at a local church. That's fun. Just about to have holiday school holidays for my day job, so that's that's cool. So I'm really going to use that time just to get stuck into the police stuff and get that show together. I reckon that's my next. Yeah. Six weeks or so oh,
2: that should be good yeah, yeah. I did I did, um, yeah, I did some sh- some gigs recently with uh, a Canadian singer named Amy Nelson oh, and yeah. she's uh, a yeah, sort of sort of country pop genre and she comes over here for you know uh, Australian Music Week and Tamworth and things like that and um, yeah, so she's just been signed to um, social family records which is really cool Mm-hmm. I imagine we'll be hearing lots more from her over the years. Her uh, last single was um, top ten on country radio over here. So um, yeah, she's awesome. So please. Yeah, cool. and some of some of some of the guitar playing on her records is you know monstrous, like some great guys from Nashville and from Canada. And yeah, so check out Amy Nelson's stuff if you're uh, if you're into that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, cool. There was a whole could be Canadian. Thing going on. Hey, I think because um, I think when you were doing that gig, there was a, an artist, Tara Lightfoot. I ended up interviewing her. She was on the show um, a couple of episodes ago. Um, yeah. Right. I th- think she was on the same gig, but she had to shoot off early. Like she had a show in Newcastle or something.
2: Yeah. So the one that the, I did a couple of them, the, the one that I did that um, the Brass Monkey, um, yeah, it had, it was, so I think it's some sort of um, exchange program where they, they send a whole bunch of canadian artists over here and um canadian blast that's what it was called okay yeah um yeah so there's heaps of them some really really talented people it's really really cool Something, something different than what i've done in the past so that was a lot of fun yeah
0: cool man thanks for joining me this was fun it was more fun talking to someone else about australian guitar (laughs) than just me blasting out a few headlines by myself
2: it's always more fun playing with others than playing with yourself matt
0: that is true that is true
2: If we've learnt anything over the years, we've learnt that.
0: That's that's true. That's true, man. I'll leave that right there. <laughs>
2: All right, well, yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Thanks, man. Thanks, Jay. So um, we won't bump into each other at a gig soon, but maybe, um, <laughs> maybe later we will.
2: <laughs> yeah. Stop double
0: booking me. Yeah, man. Cut it out. <laughs> All right. I'll All catch right. you soon. Thanks, Jay, mate. Have a good Chrissy, too. You too. Merry Christmas. Cheers, mate. All right, that is the latest Australian guitar news. My big thanks to Jay Perino for being my special guest co-host this time around. Really enjoyed that. Thank you to Michael Dolce, of course, for speaking at the front of the show. My thanks to Electric Jimmy May, who uh, provided the shredding Advanced Australia Fair at the start of the show. His links will be in the show notes, so check out his stuff too. Now, if you haven't heard our regular show, you should. It's great. We do an interview show, and we've had such incredible guitarists from Australia and around the world, Um, people like Brett Garsard, Andy Timmons, Scott Henderson, um, Gilby Clark was on very recently. The list goes on. uh, We've got 70-odd interviews that you can check out, so why not do that? You can subscribe to us at iTunes or Stitcher or iHeartRadio or pretty much anywhere where you can get a podcast these days. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. You can support us on Patreon. All these links are in our show notes as well, so you can check those out if you like. But hey, most of all, I want to say thank you for tuning in. Uh, it's been a great year, and I uh, wish you all the very best for the Christmas and New Year period that is just upon us. My name's Matt Wakeling. You've been listening to the Guitar Speak podcast. We'll catch you next time. Bye now.